0: Susan never really talks about skincare, but like this year you started talking about sunscreen. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh, your, your skin's so good though, Susan always. Jeans. Yeah, you no, have I've the, got the got best the skin. Spots. I see nothing, no spots. <laughs> I can see Susan's freckles. I can see Rox's freckles. It looks like my freckles. Like, we all <laughs> yeah, have we the all same thing. We all have freckles thing. and we all have aging sunspots. Future
1: sunspots. Uh, That's the one. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Asian Soup, Asia Soup podcast. podcast. This is your co-host Jules. And this is your co-host Rox. The Asian Soup Podcast is your cozy space on the internet where we share and discover stories about one another.
2: We chat about a range of topics from careers, personal growth, relationships, and much more.
0: Come sit with us and get nourished.
2: Today, we have a special guest with us. Um, This is Susan. Welcome, Susan.
1: Hello.
0: So I invited Susan to episode two of the podcast um, we, I think we mentioned in episode one or maybe episode 25 that we wanted more guests, mm-hmm. get some extra perspectives. And I thought Susan would be the perfect, perfect person to have on board for season two, ma- mainly because Susan is like my friend, but also Rox's friend. Yeah. So I thought it will be like kind of easy to just chat about lots of topics. And we have actually lots in common, the three of us. Susan, do you want to give us a little intro about yourself?
1: Yeah, well... I'm Susan. I'm Jules and Rox's friend. I've known you guys, I think, 10 plus I've known you, Rox, for way longer um, mm-hmm. since high school. And then Jules from uni. So, yeah, we've just been knowing each other for a long time, growing up together.
2: Yeah. It's, it's weird how we've, like, grown up separately, but we know each other. We have mutual friends with each other. Me and Susan actually went to high school, but then Jules and Susan went to uni together right Mm -hmm. so it's just i think
1: we came in and out of each other's lives like at different times like yeah i didn't really know you during uni didn't really know you during my maybe 20s but then now i'm kind of reconnecting with you but then i knew you more in my like older adult yeah like Mm -hmm. younger adult years i guess Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, different stages for
0: sure like susan's like my more of my adult friend to me because i met you in my 20s -hmm. and then me, it's like we were
2: 16 or something and <laughs> sitting in a huge lunch group together. Yeah. I can't
1: believe you guys were in the same <laughs>
0: friendship group.
1: Yeah, yeah I, have I know. no idea. Now I think I'm thinking of like your last impression of me is probably like from high school. Like maybe strong impressions. But, I, mean, yeah. but I, I met, you always
2: with our mutual friend um, Mon, um, even in high school. So, and yeah. I was kind of tight with Mon in high school, like for a little bit. I was a random person in high school, whereas Susan was there from year seven. Mm. I kind of butted in in year 11, so... Luckily, that group, you know, welcomed me and I was able to sit with everyone, but I wasn't I wasn't that close with everyone, if that makes sense. You came a bit later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'd crazy. also
0: like to add that the high school that Susan and Rox went to <laughs> was always a little bit competitive, like, oh, with really? my high school. Like, I oh, felt like there was always oh, yeah, a bit of true. competitiveness because yeah. Yeah. we were both, like, you know, girls' schools <laughs> and yeah. selective high schools and stuff, and I remember... I'll, you know, in high school, I'd look at the North Sydney girls and I'd be like, oh, they're kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool. Really? Really? You guys are smart. No, because the image I had of you guys was that you guys are super smart. Oh, my God. But you guys, like, partied? like we? we didn't party, but did like, you guys not went to party parties. That was when Facebook was really big, and I'd see uh, like Facebook photos of like North Sydney girls going to parties and stuff. So I was like, wow,
1: there was parties. parties. Yeah, <laughs> we, party hard, study hard. We, we, we
2: did like um, hotel parties.
1: We'd have hotel, oh, you hotel mean after, parties after high school. Yeah, I think during, high, during school. high school. I did not party during high school. I was very. I feel like you were around. I feel like you, you were around. Maybe. No, Wait, does that mean
2: you partied rocks? But I wasn't like. Yes. Oh, no. A little bit, but <laughs> not like I feel like I got that out of me younger.
1: Yeah when I yeah. was younger, but mm, not really. I was party.
0: I was like a random person at that school. So the topic, guys. Uh how the F are we 34? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So
0: it is a bit of a clickbaity topic, I think. Do you guys feel that way? Like, do you feel like or did you ever have that moment where you're like, oh my god, I'm 33 or 34?
1: Yeah, I feel like recently, I mean, like, I, t- I kind of feel, like, more tired in my body. <laughs> like, that's one. Honestly, like, you know yeah, how you feel like... Yeah, yeah, like, you don't feel like you're bouncing back. Mm-hmm. And like naturally, I'm drinking less and whatever because like you just feel like a lot more run down. Oh my god! Afterwards, uh, Susan's a big drinker. <laughs> I, yeah, not, I've chicken uh, drink, drink a lot. I'm thirty-four. <laughs> okay, not anymore, yeah. maybe. No, but yeah, I yeah, I partied in my twenties. <laughs> so when you said, we, did you party in high school? I was like, I did not. I pented it up <laughs> until twenty <laughs> and it all got released. Yeah. No, I I think like just one the physical thing, like you're just a bit more tired. Mm. Um. But then at work, I've recently been promoted and such. And so mm. I see these younger people that I'm managing now. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, my God, they're I'm probably like 10 plus years older than them or five or more, whatever it might be. But I need to act more mature because mm. I've got a lot more responsibility now. Right. So, yeah, I kind of feel it at work where for me, I might feel still youngish, but yeah. I'm very conscious that my people see me as maybe what a 34-ish person might be doing. But yeah. I don't necessarily see that in
0: myself. I, I also want to add another one. Like, Susan never really talks about skincare, but, like, this year you started talking about sunscreen.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Your, your skin's so good,
0: though. Always. Jeans. Yeah, you no, have I've the got got best no skin.
2: Spots. I see nothing. No spots.
0: <laughs> like,
1: it's zero spots. It's yeah, happening. we don't see it here. No.
0: <laughs> I can see Susan's freckles. I can see Rox's freckles. It looks like my freckles. Like We all <laughs> yeah, have we the all same have freckles thing. And it's we the all have ageing sunspots. Future
1: sunspots. That's the one. Yeah. 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 You know what oh. I
0: notice oh,
2: now in my 30s a lot is these lines. Mm. Like <laughs> the smile. You, well, not, are they're, they're there f- even if you're not what smiling. What are these called
0: for the they people are, who can't see kind us? They're
2: smile lines, but they're like kind of from your that crease between your nose and to the end of your lips or the bottom yeah. of your cheeks. Like but, around your mouth. Yeah, like... That's a, that's an area you need to, I, th- I don't know, I th- people say you need to highlight it so it doesn't show as much in photos. with makeup? Yeah, like add a bit of a, oh. not not like the brightest highlight, but like the skin-coloured kind of highlight because yeah. that dent.
0: we got to do that.
2: That dent is like, it will just stay there mm. longer and longer. Yeah. But when you look at photos when you're younger, sure, when you're smiling, it's there, but when you're not smiling – I feel like it's, it's like a, It's
1: like a resting <gasps> wrinkle. <laughs> like, you know, instead yeah, of resting yeah. bitch face or something, yeah. it's like a resting wrinkle. Yeah, no, I'm going to yeah, yeah. always
0: notice. Like, I've sort of, sometimes you, I notice you know what it. I, mean? I know yeah. what you mean, but I don't think too much of it. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm always going to notice it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: someone, I never noticed it until someone older mentioned it
0: to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, now I notice. <laughs> oh, for me, it's the line on your neck like that because that's the shoot you can't reverse <laughs> yeah. yeah what are you gonna do so sometimes when I'm like lying on my back and I'm like on my phone and then I can sense that the, there's a fold here I'm just mm. like I sort of just like open it with my hand it's like the shoot <laughs> well, you don't gua think well, about when you're in your 20s well. yeah <laughs> yeah gua you need a gua sha yeah,
2: and yeah. neck too
0: but you can't reverse the neck you, can't, you yeah. really can't yeah anyways mm. anyways <laughs> so that was a major tangent so Anything else where you felt like, damn, I'm in, you know, 34?
1: I think the other thing is like um, allowing yourself to have a bit of luxury. Mm. Like just talking about skincare, this is last year's the first year I bought expensive lotion. What did you get? um, Dr. Spiller. Okay. I went went and saw a skincare person for the first time. Mm. But I think when – I remember, like, my mum only having that and for her birthday would always buy her really expensive eye cream. Mm. Um, and then I have an older sister and so when she got somewhat older, she started buying, like, Bobby Brown and, like, kind of mm-hmm. branded things and I was still buying things from the chemist. So I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's a sign oh. you're a little bit older or mature woman now Yeah. when you invest in kind of mm. brands and mm. Better skincare, yeah. I think I, I had a
2: friend who... Well, actually Kendra, but she, she kind of like looked at all my skincare one day and she's like, it's not even – I don't know if it was more age or she was just like, you need to love yourself more oh, and yeah. use better skincare. And she kind of just like re re-jigged my thing and I was like, okay, you're, you're kind of right. How about you?
0: Oh, the 34 thing? Yeah, in general. I think I felt it when I was like turned 33 because that's when you're mm. like, shit, almost 35 and then yeah. – because so, you're rounding up to 35, and then once you round up to 35, you round up to
1: 40. <laughs> <No>, that's <laughs> you how just, You <laughs> just skip. <laughs> you're
0: basically like. almost yeah. 40. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I definitely feel it. I can't think of any – I had some examples, but I kind of forgot. Rox, do you want to go? <laughs> it's okay. I guess maybe the moment
2: it hit me the most, I feel like, was when I actually turned 30. Mm-hmm. I think oh, that was yeah. the scariest time for me like I wasn't in a very happy place I Mm. wasn't in a stable relationship and it really hit me as a woman I was like I'm 30 I'm not in a great relationship I if I need to go find a new partner Mm. or future husband now I have to do that right now I was like shit I need to do this right now like what am I doing with my life I have no time because in my mind think we've talked about this before but you know I've just grown up being the type of person who like thinks about marriage and kids even when I was dating at 16 so it was always in my mind and it's something that I wanted so yeah turning 30 was like a pivot moment for me and I got out of that relationship and met my husband now (laughs) so Mm. that's pretty weird but hitting 30 was like scary for me because I was like Mm. I need to do something
1: I had a um, a murder theme party for yeah. my 30th and the victim was my youth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I had everyone dress up in nineteen twenties, like flapper style, and mm-hmm. then I had little clues everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then we put like the murder weapon, which was time. So Ooh. I made a little like bomb. So, it was like a using toilet roll and I put like strings on the end of it to look yeah. like a TNT. And then, um, yeah, we just kind of went around and played, like, is it the Mafia game, the card? And, like, just had different people mingle and, like, play games. And then, yeah, you had to guess what the victim was, and that was my 20s, my youth, and that's how I said kind of goodbye. But it's kind of the same way. I guess you think when you hit your 30s, you need to be settled now Mm. or you've done your rush of, I don't know, going around, traveling wildly or whatever, and then I guess by 34, your self-expectation is you've settled down, you've got something, you've got something to kind of, would you say like prove or like show for? Yeah, show Mm. for. Yeah.
0: Mm. I remembered what I was going to say now. (laughs) Yeah. So I think for me, um, definitely when I hit 30 as well, like Rock said, um, but I think like when Gen Z or Gen Z, they started emerging (laughs) Uh. in, you know, social media more and the comparisons between like Gen Z, and millennials mm. I think that was when I was like Whoa Like You know Our gen has like Sort of We're older. Now. <laughs> We're the older gen now And seeing how gen Z dresses Like you know um, My favorite band right now is New Jeans mm. Do you guys know new jeans?
1: Yeah I know they're oh, meant my, to be oh young Oh my god Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Mm. They're completely gen Z And you know You can't You can't wear those outfits anymore mm. And I think that's when I was like Oh I mean you can You can if you yeah. want to But it's not, there's a bit more of a barrier now. Yeah. So I think that's when I probably really felt it, especially when the Gen Z were kind of like bagging out the millennials.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: At one point, did you guys see those like TikToks and stuff? Gen Z, Gen Z's like say, oh, this is such a millennial thing. And they were like bag us out.
2: Yeah. I think I I was watching a real, I forgot his name, but he's a millennial. And I think Gen Z were bagging out, um michelle branch and and he was like what i love michelle branch and but the way they were bagging it out was that they're like oh even her sad songs are too positive sounding Ah. um and it sounds too like upbeat and stuff and and i'm like oh what but yeah the music's completely different style's different um Mm.
1: do you feel behind in trend
2: like yeah i'm definitely not Mm. chasing trends as much Mm. i'm definitely like how to have a, you know, minimal wardrobe, um, mm. repeating my outfits. Like, you know, I'm not trying to buy new things all the time and to find out my style, you know. Mm. I, I don't know. I'm a bit boring these days.
0: Yeah. How about you? Yeah, sticking to what you know, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know where to buy clothes these days. I was messaging you and mm. now a friend, because I was like, I don't know what to Google like I just go to the iconic or something which feels like maybe like my mom's version of just go to Maya or go to Dick Jones <laughs> like I don't know like where you buy Yeah where are the cool now? new yeah, brands like yeah. I don't know yeah Yeah
2: I guess another topic that comes to mind as a woman I think we can all agree is the idea around marriage so we are now (laughs) yeah hitting 34 soon so Susan what are your views on marriage or did you think you'd be married now or did you ever want to get married how do you feel about it
1: I think I think secretly I did want to always get married but um I always thought I wouldn't
2: Mm. like
1: there's always like the version of you that wants the princessy things Mm. but I always just kind of thought I'd be single actually when I'm in my 30s and I'd be living overseas in New York City. I love that. Yeah. I I love that version as well. (laughs) I thought that's what I'd be doing but um, no, now I'm settled. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I don't think I'll ever get married. So I'm with my partner but we are like de facto I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So I proposed uh, three years ago now wow yeah just before covid so i'm the one that proposed but then it's really weird because i asked will you marry me but we he and i don't want to marry each other Mm -hmm. so i think at the time i wanted to do more like a promise ring type Mm -hmm. of thing because i knew i was committed to this person we talked about it we talked about kids or what would it be like to retire Mm -hmm. Um, because he's italian so maybe in 30 40 years we'd go move to italy yeah um and so I bought the rings and I wrote a speech and I did, did a little How did you proposal. find out his size? Um, when we were holding hands, I just always like loop <laughs> it, oh. yeah, and then I just, just remember it. it, yeah, wow. and kind of try to remember the feel of it.
0: Wait, did he know you were what what you were doing? No, no, he, I so took romantic. him by surprise. Yeah. yeah, so
1: I bought the rings from the market at The mm-hmm. Rocks mm-hmm. and I spent all day like searching, searching for a pair because I didn't want like expensive diamonds. Mm-hmm. It's That's not really us. So mm-hmm. I bought like a matching pair from this local drawer in The Rocks mm-hmm. and then I had it like saved. I put in my auntie's mm-hmm. drawer. Yeah. I bought it in December and yeah. then I wanted to propose 2nd of Feb mm-hmm. 2020 because it would be like two two. 20. Mm. Oh. but then we had a fight and I was like <laughs> you have no idea what just happened and yeah. so I ended up proposing on the 20th of Feb 2020 because oh. I wanted a date to oh, remember 20th.
2: Mm. oh still
1: works so like 2220 yeah 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 nice yeah. congratulations for three oh, years ago thank you yeah
2: Um, that's a really non-traditional like way to do it like how how did that even pop up into your mind to have like the courage as a woman to propose like I think I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't even pop into a lot of people's minds, like being a girl to propose. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like
1: how did that come about? I don't know if I like planned it. Mm-hmm. I think um, by that time we just talked about being committed for so long, like for a mm-hmm. while by that point because we were living in a share house with housemates so we were planning to move out together and it just mm-hmm. felt like the next logical phase in our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you, I don't know. I think the whole thirty-four getting your thirties thing is when you're in a relationship, people around you ask, "When are you gonna get married?" Or if you go on a holiday, they all ask the guy, Uh, "Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it?" Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I should be the one to do it, and I just wanted to be the one to do it. And to be honest, I think I kind of wanted to be the kind of cool chick, a little bit to do it. Yeah. So I was saying before, like before we
0: recorded this episode. The way I would describe Susan is like Susan's a rebel. Yeah, Susan's a very She's a cool chick. rebel. So if you're not watching us in the video, Susan's like got all these tats up her arm, and what else is rebellious about you? She rides you? a
2: motorcycle.
0: Oh yeah, she rode a motorcycle here. I can insert the video <laughs> of the motorcycle here. Um, what else? Like you're a mm. vegan Korean. That's kind of rare. I don't think I know a lot of Koreans, but you've been vegan for a long time as well. Like you started before veganism was even, like, as big as it yeah. is now. it was, like,
1: five years ago. I was, I've been vegetarian since 2011, which I did do because my I had a fight with my mom and I was, like, I'm not eating at the barbecue <laughs> and then kind of, like, <laughs> stemmed from there. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, I get very stubborn. That's the other thing.
0: You're very, like, go
1: against the grain kind mm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm always, like, fighting the
0: patriarchy,
2: I feel like. <laughs> and you're, yeah. Uh, yeah, you said that. Susan's a strong feminist as well mm-hmm. um, yeah very
1: cool thank you I feel I feel like I'm more of a stubborn person <laughs> but yeah I'm glad it comes off that way
2: <laughs> speaking of I guess people adding pressure to the idea of marriage how do you feel about it Julia because I remember last year we
0: were talking about it and you did say you felt that too the in your 30s of marriage yeah I don't feel it as much now. I think I was very confused, I think, when I was, like, in my 20s. And same thing as what Susan said, like, after we come back from a holiday or something, some work colleagues I used to work with would be like, oh, so did he pop the question? Yeah. I'm like, what? No. Like, but the fact that I didn't like that they were trying to guess, like, Mm -hmm. I just, and I didn't like that they expected it, kind of thing. And because for me, it's not even on like on my mind at all. So I think I, I don't like that pressure or like, someone expecting me to do a certain thing because of the way it is. So like me and Ryder have been dating for a long time. So people expected Mm. we should get married, and maybe I didn't like that. Yeah, and a lot of pressure from my parents as well. They really, really, really wanted me to get married, and I think because they wanted that so much it was a bit of a turn off for me. So I think I'm a little bit of a rebel too. Not as much as Susan, but like I'm a bit stubborn too. Like I don't want to do what tell me to do that kind of thing. So yeah. I totally get it, like what Susan was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like Rocks, you're like the opposite.
2: Well, I, I don't know. Or I feel like the opposite. I think marriage – like I think the rebel thing I got out of my system when I was younger, I think, I always thought like – it sucks being in a relationship and waiting to see when you're good enough for the guy to propose. Like that was always like a relationship mm. something in my mind that was like, oh, you know, you have to be this perfect girlfriend for someone to like you. And like it just I in my twenties I was really people pleasing in that yeah. way, because I, I just didn't know how that could happen. Not to say like every relationship was terrible or anything. It's just some didn't work out, but it was just like Yeah. It was really hard to think about that. I don't know how, how to say it. So it was always really like, I wanted it so much, but it was never with the right person. Mm. So I always thought that there was something wrong with me. But yeah, when I met like my husband now, everything was like, I didn't have to ask, like, I didn't have to like, what's happening next. Like he would always bring up the future or like have these plans or like, want to introduce me to his parents and stuff and have ideas about the next steps and listen to what I wanted so it wasn't like it just felt so different from Mm. my 20s and the relationships that I was in it was just like he's the guy for me like it just made it so much easier and I just feel very secure if that makes sense and just the timing was right and yeah so hopefully that's like bright side to the story (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: do you feel there's a stereotype of not being married while being in a committed relationship when you're in your 30s Mm -hmm. uh
0: so
1: when i talk to like i started pilates right
0: yeah and um i do it with Ajumas, and they always ask like oh are you married or like not married but like i don't know what that means like if they if i say i am or not like does that put me in a category or I feel like if
2: they if you said yes, it would then lead to do you have kids? Mm. And then it would lead to you know? Yeah. Because like yeah. the thing is Sometimes. someone
0: could say they are married, but they could have been with that person for like a year. Whereas like mm. I've been in a relationship for twelve years, but when I say I'm not married, I feel like it almost discounts my relationship and the commitment
1: of twelve right. years. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. Mm. But yeah. I don't know. I get asked, like, oh, you must have really wanted it. Is that why you did it? Oh, oh yeah. Because you oh, proposed. To be married. Right. Yeah, like the desperate, what? desperate oh, bride. I oh, no You got it more than once? Yeah, a few people, when they hear the story, I get um, actually people more our age or younger, like, that's so cool. I'm, yeah, mm. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm, and I've had a few guys who's, who have come to me and um, when I tell the story, and be like, that's really cool. I wish my wife had done that. Mm hmm. But yeah, a few people, even like a few people our age, but mainly older people, where the joke is like, "Oh, you couldn't wait, could you?" And um, mm-hmm. and then Isn't that, that makes me that rebel part of me is like, <laughs> oh, "No, so now nice. I don't yeah, want to get yeah. married." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: What about you now? Like, do you feel a little bit different when you tell people you're married, Rocks? Like, than before? Well, is I, it, I, there I just,
2: change? I think the only change is like calling that person husband, but then. After we got married, I was still calling him my partner for a very very long time, and then like my colleague was like, i he's not your partner anymore." And then I'm like, "Oh yeah," but then I don't know. I feel like saying partner is more comfortable for me. I'm just like mm. more used to it. But then yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you haven't been married for very long. I haven't so. been. Yeah, it's been like two months. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> So too soon, I think. Yeah, yeah. How do you
1: feel about marriage and kids now that you're thirty four?
0: I think I've mentioned this in like other episodes but in my 20s I never really thought about children and kids just thought it was just a far away concept because I'm the kid like why mm. would the kid think about that you know but now because people are getting married around me and having children around me it's not just this like idea anymore like you're seeing it actually happen in front of you and people that you really care about are having children too and you get to witness that too, so I feel the kid that was, you know, in my twenties. Now, as a thirty-four-year-old or thirty-three, turning thirty-four-year-old, I feel more open to it. I keep telling Rocks like I'm changing. so you know <laughs> what I've been doing lately? I've been like holding. So I'm I'm cat sitting at the moment. <laughs> I'm cat sitting at the yeah, moment. Yeah. I hold Dom the fat cat. He's a fat cat, like a baby, and I cradle him. And I don't know why, but I kind of like that feeling, guys. And then I'll be like, "Oh, like the baby," and I'll be like, "Oh my god!" Like, can you it imagine feels it? You're like right? imagining it. <laughs> it feels right. And like, I, yeah, I'm imagining he's a baby. And I don't know what it is, but like, I really liked it. What's happening mm. to me? Feeling so, clucky.
1: That's yeah. what they call yeah, right. Yeah.
0: I remember people would be like, "Oh, are you clucky?" Like, you know, when you met other babies, I'll be like, "Nah, nah, nah." I felt it when I felt, felt held the cat. Mm. Is that weird?
2: I don't I feel like it could be a hormonal, like a natural Mm. female hormonal thing. It could be, but I don't know. I don't know. Some people say it can be, so
0: you never know. Well, in the beginning, I think it's because like we talk about it a lot in like girlfriends' conversations Mm. because, you know, as we get older, people are freezing eggs and doing all these sorts of things. And you are also going to think about it like, yeah, okay, it is time to think about whether this is the path I want to go for or not. Because if I'm not going to have children, that's fine too. At least like kind of, you kind of have to like, you don't have to, but you kind of,
2: you're forced to think about it. Even if you don't want kids, Mm -mm -mm. you can confirm like, actually, yeah, I really don't want kids. Mm -mm. And then you can kind of like accept that and live through that, right? Like now the mid-30s is the kind of like, the time you need to think about it mm-hmm, exactly right?
1: yeah yeah exactly it's yeah. got to become like an active choice and I think that's the difference between like your late 20s to even your early mm-hmm. 30s yeah that's you so could true. still yeah. be open right like yeah. anything
2: could happen still you don't have to decide yet but now we're approaching mid 30s yeah. they, they call anyone over 35 like geriatric or something so
0: yeah. wait, what does
1: geriatric mean means old. you're an old old lady oh but Only in like pregnancy terms. It's like a medical phrase for like yeah, being old kind of. So if we had babies after thirty-five, we have a geriatric pregnancy. Technically, yeah, it's high risk, higher risk. Yeah, so they actually classify you that way, and
0: it just sounds so bad, right? Yeah, bad. Yeah, so that's how I sort of feel with babies and with marriage. Definitely more open to it. Okay, so right now you're open. I'm open.
1: Righto, so, you know she's open. I'm
0: open and because I was so anti. Yeah. I was so anti, right? I think like, what's that episode? It's okay to want what you want. Guys, yeah. listen to that. I'm different there. I'm open now. I'm changing and I'm seeing like other people get married in different ways. Like Rox got married. I don't know if we shared that on the podcast. We-
2: I don't know if we did, but yeah, I got married very recently uh, we'll and do I had a, a very small... Family only ceremony, um, we no friends. have another episode on. No, no, I don't want another. Oh, okay, episode so we don't it. want an episode. Okay, we I'm don't want done. episode. Okay, this is the marriage part's the update. done. Like, I'm good, <laughs> but um, yeah, like when I was growing up, like you, like I had a princess idea, like I wanted everything, and then I was just like, nah, I'm good.
1: But yeah, I think the 34 things, like we value simplicity, maybe mm, with mm. everything. Maybe that's why you're feeling more open because your your view of it is smaller but richer in mm. a way like I, yeah. yeah and I've
0: also authenticity as well yeah. like authentic to you yeah. and I think that's what I really loved about the way Rox did it it's like you did it the way you wanted to and it's considered it's almost non-traditional and I think mm. that inspires me mm. it like <laughs> the, like fires <laughs> yes. me I'm like oh yeah like I, I don't know what it is like also, when I see
2: Susan's people, way like oh the proposal yeah and, and just agreeing and uh, committing to each other I think that's like the key thing about marriage or not marriage is the commitment and that this person has chosen you to spend your life together like that means more than a ring a wedding um what family thinks even though it you know you want families to love each other but yeah do you know what I mean yeah it's just about you two first like you guys have to yeah be in it right
1: but our situation is a little bit um not so unique I guess but um, because Luca's family's all in Italy, mm. even if we got married, his parents wouldn't fly here because mm. they're a bit older. So we kind of right. knew like a ceremony mm. thing wasn't really something that's attractive to our parents anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all my family's mainly in Korea. So I don't know, it just never clicked in, a, in us that we would have a wedding mm. and therefore I guess you wouldn't have a marriage. Right. So it just felt kind of natural to mm. be what we're just doing right now. Mm-mm. As it is, yeah. I think
0: another thing for for me um, is like being in a financially better position as well. So I feel like if you don't really have any money, you don't even think about, you don't have like the yo yo like to think about yeah. having children or...
1: yo Like freedom? freedom? Or like
0: mm. the space or yeah. leeway, like okay. the ability to mm. like have children like build a family, get yeah. married. Like weddings are so bloody expensive. And that so was true. a big turn off as well. So I yeah. think like now we're older, we have a little bit more savings. Like I think mm. I have more capacity here to think about it. I'm more open. I'm, <laughs> more, I'm not, this is not <laughs> like <you> get <laughs> a big paycheck recently. <laughs> no, yeah. Not at all. It just means that I was really poor in my
1: 20s. That's <laughs> what it means. Yeah.
0: But I feel like, yeah, I'm just more yeah open.
1: Mm-hmm. it's true though like um the money bit like how they say it doesn't buy you happiness but gives you the freedom to be more happy
0: oh, yeah it buys you happiness
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like if I was in my 20s and you know living paycheck to paycheck like I definitely can't kind of afford to have a baby so they wouldn't be a very good mom how about you how do you feel about children maybe maybe
1: not yeah I was smack bang in the middle of that fence um but I recently came off the pill Mm. um which is a big thing for me but um because I've been on it for many years Mm. um but I got uh, some advice from a local GP who said now that you are in your 30s you've been on it for a long time get to know your body Mm. and so that's one of the reasons I came off of it but um I wouldn't say we're like trying actively yet but yeah it's kind of it's very different I felt Maybe in the 20s it was about just having fun and um, less focus on me maybe and how your body is um, sacred in a way. Like you need to take care of it. And the concept of self-care is also I I feel like it's a concept of self-protect. Only you can take care of your body, your health and your mental health. And that I'm feeling a lot more is my own responsibility now Mm. to get Mm. to know my own body, what it's like, how it goes through um, different changes and to really understand it so I'm keeping like a daily log mm. as well of just what I'm doing each day for self-care but also like how my body's feeling today because I don't think I've ever asked myself that question mm-hmm. mm. I
2: love what you said about the mental health too and like knowing your body I feel like I'd never even thought about that in my early 20s right Now yeah. yeah, it's like yeah it's just the hormones actually affect a lot of things, even like drinking, I, I noticed. But yeah, anyway.
0: The thing I found like in common between like what both of you guys um said is like you start, it's almost like your relationship with your body is changing in your 30s too. It's like before – in your 20s, your body could do whatever. You treat it like whatever, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But now it's like you're trying to tune into it. You know, you're leaning into science. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's not what it – it's not as, like, unbreakable. It's, like, actually so precious to us now. You know, we're wearing sunscreen now. Like, (laughs) It It also
2: tells you so much, right? Like, you know, going through – Maybe stages of burnout or stress from work or family or whatever it might be. Your your body tells you like, please stop. You know mm-hmm. you you get you might get sick or you might get a headache. I don't know. It's just like your body will tell you.
1: In my in my twenties, I think I spend so much of it stress about how I look oh my god yes Mm. like I know I don't think I really want to crash diets and stuff but I definitely watch my portions or what I'm eating don't eat past eight o'clock or you do exercise to Mm. get toned or lose weight Mm. and now my exercise is my time and that's and I treat I guess what I eat much more differently and I don't step on the scales anymore Mm -hmm. I haven't done that for many years because I realized I was so um, bad for my mental health and I was just calculating the numbers and the numbers mean nothing. Um, So yeah, that's I think another thing about having a different relationship with your body, the Mm. pressure you felt in your twenties to look a certain way, just somehow somewhat gets lifted because maybe I chose not to listen to it anymore. Maybe it's kind of like now I'm old. No one's looking (laughs) at me. Yeah. Yeah, There's no need to try so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) rocks and I know what rocks is rocks is like I could feel you nodding because like we talk about this all the time (laughs) like about beauty standards and yeah it's so true like you care about what how you look but I think now it's more about how we feel like some something that I really love doing is like this is yoga pose where you just kind of like hug yourself and sometimes like I choke up (laughs) 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 when I hug myself because I'm so touched I'm like I feel, like, so connected to myself. Mm.
2: <laughs> you're That's so nice. So Is like, it the hugging knees one? Yeah, 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 the hugging
0: the knee one, guys. Try it. Because it's, like, you hug other people. And you know how it feels so nice to, like, give people hugs? But when you hug yourself, it's, like, you're really connecting. And you're, like, tuning into how you're feeling. And mm. you're being honest with yourself. So, yeah.
2: I guess another <clears throat> thing that comes with, like, turning 34. I think we've talked about it before in our, like, confidence episode. I feel like because we're a bit older it's I know I know we're all in relationships too but I I feel like there is a confidence that you are independent and you are you can take care of yourself if you had to if that makes sense it's like you know we all have a career um Mm. we're all like I think we're all good at what we do and you know we have things we enjoy outside of work as well and um, good friendships and people we can connect to like I feel like yeah just also selecting the the friendships I think we've talked about as well but um yeah just spending more time with people that actually matter yeah and also spending more time with yourself I think yeah. that being good yeah
1: Let's get, get
0: nourished. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a segment where Rox and I, we bring a soup or some kind of dish um, and we eat it. And today I brought some naengmyeon, which is like a cold noodle, buckwheat noodle uh, with a... It's a beef broth. Um, and I know Susan is being more flex with her veganism, so thought it will be okay to bring isn't that yep. right you're yep. more flexy. um congrats by the way <laughs> <was> an announcement. <laughs> that's what my dad said
1: he was like welcome back welcome back oh, yeah more flexible to the dark yeah. side
0: yeah um but yeah enjoy there's cucumber egg and i just i didn't cook it it's out of a packet all you have to do is boil the noodles so try it mm. and if you like it i'll show you what which brand i how used how about the icy part the icy part oh so you just freeze the broth and then before you serve it you just take it out mm. and yeah yummy thank Enjoy you for bringing thank
1: it you. it's so good for like
2: summer with the cucumber and the tanginess
1: if so fresh yeah it's a very summer thing mm. in korea i really want to try pyongyang
0: neumyeon have you heard of that it's like the north korean version of this mm-hmm. isn't that what this is is it i don't I know i think it's different they okay. their broth the cleaner uh, tastes a bit different so i thought it'd be really fitting to bring naengmyeon today as well because susan's dad owned a naengmyeon restaurant in sydney and he made the noodles from scratch Whoa. which is like i think probably the only place in sydney that did that Do you think so? I think so. Because
1: everyone would just use the pre-made noodles. Yeah, he went to Korea and he learned how to make it. There's a special machine because you make it with, um, I think sweet potato flour. Mm -hmm. And you make the dough really hard and you roll it into like a tube. And there's a special machine that pushes the tube down and squeezes it through really fine holes Mm -hmm. and then immediately into boiling water. So there's like a pot of boiling water underneath what? and you have to scoop it up and then put it immediately into icy cold water. That's how it gets like t- oh my chewy.
2: Gosh. So ha- it must spit out the noodle very quickly in that tube. Yeah, that-
1: yeah. That- it's not like um, a pasta machine mm. where you roll it through or something. Also because a commercial machine, you like get a tube of dough and like squeeze it through like a big Play-Doh mm. and it goes like um, – straight into that yeah boiling water underneath but you have to scoop it up immediately like within 10 wow. seconds and dunk it into icy water wow but now my um uncles all have the same shop in korea what so your dad
0: started the original here yeah
1: yeah because my dad like the opposite <laughs> my dad worked in advertising and then your when your dad working my dad worked in advertising <laughs> when he was in, in korea. korea yeah And then he moved to Australia and it didn't really work out. So then he sort of went into hospitality. But he started with like a cafe. Mm -hmm. And our family never made handmade noodles for dinner Mm -hmm. growing up. And then they just learnt it and then made a restaurant out of it. And then my dad saw how well it works, like have Mm -hmm. a summer version, have a winter version. Mm -hmm. And then he taught his brothers. But like my uncles kind of like – Took the idea. Yeah, like their their businesses failed, and so my dad was like just do this, and then now they have it in Korea, and then apparently it's doing well. Well,
0: oh my god, yeah. do they have the same interior and everything? I don't think so. I've never been, so I'm you gonna go do. to Korea this year. I
2: love that it's, it's lived on, like yeah. it's passed on, like it's, and yeah. it's still in the family. It's yeah. in Korea now, like you mm-hmm. went to where Australia, all started. And, then, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I love that you said your dad was in advertising because, like, I feel like everyone, mm-hmm. all the like, it's such an Asian thing where your parents had like some. like different job when they were in their country and then when they come here they do something that's totally different so my mom she was a english teacher in a high school
1: oh Oh, wow and
0: my dad was an engineer and he did the whole company life and then when they came here they completely like did something different they both started Mm. small businesses Mm. what about your parents did they like were they doing something completely different in so
2: different um Actually, not really, because my dad was training to be like an aircraft engineer anyway. But before (laughs) that, before that, and that's the reason we moved to Australia. But then, and then my mom was doing like, I guess it's kind of different. She did like import, export, like admin stuff. And then she did production stuff for fashion here. So I don't know, not, not that different, I feel. It's like the same.
1: I guess that means your mum, Jules, spoke good English when she came here. You know how, like, back in the day, like, if
0: you can speak a little bit of English, it's like, you can speak English. So I think she knew a little bit, but her English is, like, way better now.
1: Yeah. Again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: But she wasn't, like, fluent or anything.
2: But that's, like, a win already when you're moving. Yeah. so.
1: Were your so.
0: parents fluent, Ross? Mm,
2: no, not really. They still have an accent. But my mum learned English, so um, she was... Better than my dad at mm. it
0: at first. I think Susan should come as a guest more often. I feel, don't even feel like I feel like we, we only have, scratched
2: the surface. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we spoke about marriage and stuff, but like, we didn't really chat about our careers that much.
0: Yeah, maybe if you're interested, guys, let us know if you want Susan to come back and talk about careers because we could definitely do a whole episode on that.
2: I think yeah. we have, we kind of
0: all do similar
2: kind of things in digital mm-hmm. and content. Uh, what was your experience like? Do you want to share oh any? Yeah. How yeah. did you feel?
1: <laughs> it felt natural because you two are my friends and mm. I feel like you and I, Jules, on the weekends, whenever we catch up, we talk for hours. We talk a lot. Do you remember like one time we went to yeah meet your friend's house and like we left past midnight? When? I was, like, sometime we went for dinner and then got ice cream and all the ice cream, like, melted on the table. And, like, uh. and like normally, you know, you hang out so late when you're, like, drinking and stuff. We just talk for hours. But anyway, it just felt like that. Mm. Mm. And I haven't seen you in ages, so it's nice to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to see you guys, like, chatting as well. Yeah,
0: connect again. Yeah. Reconnecting. Two worlds colliding for me, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would Would love to have you back and thank you so much for being here and sharing. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Please follow us on Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, We're on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, all the platforms. So please check us out. And yeah. Oh, please give us a five star rating (laughs) on Spotify. I think we have 31 five stars. Oh my gosh,
1: that's a lot.
0: So please Thanks, people. Yeah, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.